The following opinions expressed within the content are solely the speakers and do not reflect the opinions and beliefs of Child Free Media Limited or its affiliates. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Married and the Child Free panel. I'm Cody, a co-founder for the Child Free Conference, and I'll be joined today by Rebecca Lowe, Beth Adams-Brooking, Teresa Cummins-Fisher, and Jennifer Keen as speakers today. And just a quick moment of housekeeping, we're only streaming on YouTube at the moment. Facebook put a block on us for copyright infringement. I guess they think all of our voices belong to Sony, and uh, so they won't stream us on Facebook. So if you guys are watching this on YouTube, please like promote the the link to youtube and like your group your page whatever and say hey send send everybody to youtube because if they're going to our facebook page we put a blurb there just letting folks know but uh eh. <laughs> technology and streaming anyway welcome everybody how are y'all good great great and uh and just an fyi if any of your husbands are lurking like in the background uh they're, they're welcome to chime in if they hear a question or a topic that they want to to give us their thoughts on so uh, they would be welcome to. Um, but anyway, we'll just jump right in because we've got some questions and the, the panels are going great. When did the child conversation come up in your relationship? And I think, Rebecca, you're going to kick this off. Yeah, sure. So um, it's interesting. I think our uh, my relationship with my husband, Chris, is um, was a little bit different than I think most child-free relationships that we've seen. Um, Chris and I have known each other since I was 18. So, um, and then we dated for six years before getting married. Um, actually, we were friends for three years, dated for six years, and then now we've been married for 15 years. So we've known each other right. most of our lives. And um, it's actually funny because we both thought we were going to have kids um, before we got married um, and when we got married. Um, and we winded up moving from Los Angeles to Frisco, Texas in order for me to become a stay-at-home mom <laughs> and um when we got here we you know we're we're living in um the the suburbia of all suburbias and realized that um slowly the kids were not for us um and then I, I i call them almost micro experiences we had multiple micro experiences along our relationship that made us kind of question our initial thought of having children and then we slowly grew into not having one, not wanting to have children together, which I think is, you know, pretty rare in most relationships. And I feel very fortunate that it happened because, um, you know, obviously if one of us wanted to have kids and the other one didn't, that would become a problem. So yeah, yeah we were very, we've been very fortunate in that sense. And um, yeah, I think it, it was probably around our thirties where it really solidified that yes, for sure, we do not want to have kids. And um, yeah, so that's what, that's basically how it happened for us, so. Yeah. Well, Teresa, we'll hop over to you. Yeah. I always personally knew that I never wanted to have kids, but I also said something about never wanting to get married either. But when I grew up, I guess I kind of decided I did. But I just remember one time my husband and I lived in Vietnam for a while. We're walking down the street and I said, you don't want kids, right? And he's like, hell no. And I think part of it has to be that we're both the youngest child and maybe there's some sort of relationship there. But yeah, every now and then I'll check in and be like, you're, you're sure, right? You're not mad I got sterilized. He's like, I would not be with you if you wanted children. And I'm like, goes the same way, buddy. So it's very, it was a very organic uh, understanding and um, 
haven't regretted it at all. And I'm, I feel very fortunate. I felt that, you know, I met a partner who right off the bat felt the same way about a lot of things, including something very important like that. Yeah. Awesome. Jennifer, how about you? Yeah, I was thinking about this one and I, I didn't remember ever having like a conversation. <laughs> I actually asked my husband about it the other day and he's like, yeah, I think I just, I always knew that you didn't want any. And so it was just kind of thing. I do remember telling him when we first were dating that I had a really mean dog and he'd make friends with the dog if things were going to go anywhere. So that, you know, that that probably was his first clue is that I was more important about, more worried about the dogs than anything else. <laughs> Beth. Uh, so my husband and I met um, as we were older, we were both in our early thirties. We had already determined independently that we didn't want kids. Um, so when we met, that conversation was actually very early on. Um, I think within the first couple of times we, we were hanging out together. Mm -hmm. um, he wasn't up for a ready-made family and I just, you know, if I had had step, if I had had kids, we wouldn't have dated, but we, both of us never had any desire. So it was, it was a fairly simple conversation. Has the topic resurfaced over the years for any of you guys where you've gone back and kind of checked the temperature or how do you I, guys handle it? For me? Yes, I have gone back. Uh, there was one time, um, I, I was about to retire. So there was a life change, a lot of life changes going on. And, uh, I called my husband, um, and I was like, you know, I think my biological clock might be ticking. And he's like, well, hit snooze. We're too old for that. Uh, so, you know, and then I was like, yeah, you're right. Okay. Again, fairly simple, but yeah, we were still pretty dead on about it. Mm. I think when we, when we do that, it's more of like to mess with each other and be like, hey, Hey, sure. <laughs> and uh, it's, well, thing, I mean, I got sterilized about five and a half years ago. So, I mean, it's impossible for me, but I'm always a little suspicious. Like, hey, why don't you ever want to take a 23andMe test to find out your, you know, genetic heritage? Did you have something you wanted to tell me? <laughs> and thankfully that's not the case either, but I always, um, I'm just, I feel very glad and fortunate that he too remains as confident as the day that we have met and that is not changing. The only thing we have a problem with is deciding how many more cats to get. He's being the reasonable adult here. I'm not. <laughs> Anybody else resurface over time, Rebecca? Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say we don't talk about it seriously anymore. Of course. Um, like my husband was just sterilized as well um, a month ago. So um so yeah, we just, he just had his checkup and everything looks good. Um, so yeah, that's what's, um, but I think it was all the way up until I was maybe 35 that we kept the door open, right? Mm. Like we didn't want to have kids, but neither one of us did anything permanent until um, we turned, until I turned 35. And then that was when we were like, okay, we're going to make a final decision, final, final decision that's mm -hmm. not, that it's not happening. And that's what we did. So Yeah. Um, fortunately, we kept staying on board the same track, and we were very happy that that's what we did. But um, but yeah, it did it did come up honestly. So yeah, a few times. Yeah, Jennifer. Yeah, when uh, people in our friend group started having babies, that was kind of a natural time, and you know they're like, oh, when are you going? And we're like, no, yeah. If anything, that solidified it even more. And you know, as happy as we am for their choice, it made us even happier about our choice. Yeah. I became the de facto moderator for this panel just because I, I am married myself. And uh, if you go out into public in general and 
kids are tough. Parenting is hard. You see the kids and the noise and you just kind of have that unspoken kind of, <laughs> that, that, that's, that's about how the, the topic would resurface and then go away immediately. Really? But, um, <laughs> so with that aside, do you guys, or did you ever worry that your partner would change their mind and, and in effect, maybe um, lean on you to maybe make you change your mind? No, I, I knew my husband was not going to change his mind. <laughs> I would say my husband was also more, um, more adamant than I was about not having kids. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, helpful. Thought, that's helpful. Yeah, I always felt I was pretty aggressively child free from a young age, and I've met my match with my husband. There you go. <laughs> so, do you or your partner have any specific goals that are made easier because you're child free? Yeah. Who wants to jump on that? I'll do it. Um, okay. So we really like to to travel. Um, and we like to travel uh, in style. So we have a company that, you know, does a lot of concierge services, you know, bus tours through Europe. We were supposed to, for the last two years, we've been trying to get to the tour we have set up of uh, Machu Picchu and the Galapagos. Uh -huh. um, and these are not inexpensive trips. And if we had kids, I don't think any way we could even afford to do It'd one of A little tougher, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think um, the traveling thing is obviously a huge thing. My husband and I have traveled a lot. Before the pandemic, we tried to do one international trip a year for like our anniversary or for one of our birthdays. Um, but I think the day-to-day -day existence is something that I'm just very happy with and grateful for that we, you know, we are double income, knock on wood, nothing bad happens. But I mean, we're able to, to have our lives the way that we want it. We can go to Chipotle and don't care about the charge for extra walk, you know, like we have that kind of double uh, down. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Give it all. <laughs> and, you know, just being able to exist without those additional stresses of wondering, you know, like how will I pay for my kids soccer stuff or tuition or this and that. And we can, um, we can be a little freer with that, which is why we're trying to pursue uh, retiring early and doing yeah. these adult things like getting financial advisors and helping us, do all this stuff that wouldn't allow us to retire earlier had we had children. And our advisor was like, yeah, you guys would, you know, 65, 70 if you had kids. I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I think um, even outside of a financial aspect, because I think a lot of people do talk about the financial aspect, which is of course very true. But even outside of that, um, I recently, you know, stayed with my siblings um, in their home with their two, with my niece and nephew. And you can just see on a day-to-day -day basis, on an hour-to-hour -hour basis, how much more responsibility they have, all the things that they have to worry about that we don't have to worry about, right? Um, whether it's keeping the house cleaner or trying to balance, you know, their schedules, their kids' schedules and their their nap times and all, all this other stuff. It's just, and you're in the middle of doing something and all of a sudden one of them falls down and hits their head, you know? <laughs> Things like that we don't have to deal with. And, you know, and I and I'm so appreciative of that. And I know how hard parenting is. Right. And I think, um, you know, beyond the financial aspect, just all of that stuff that you have to deal with um, on a day to day basis. It's um, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Jennifer. Yeah. And we have actually had the chance in the last year uh, to travel full time. So for the last year, we've been on the road. We were, it started as move and then we just never stopped, but we've been <laughs> staying in Airbnbs all across the country from Portland, Oregon to now we're in West Virginia today. And, you know, that just wouldn't be possible if we had kids. And, mm -hmm. you know, additionally, I've been able to, we used to be double income, but uh, with the move, 
I left my job because it wasn't remote and then now have the ability to start my own business, which is like a weight mindset habit coaching business. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't have that ability or flexibility if we had kids. Yeah. And for my wife and and, uh, myself, just being able to, to do what you want to do as far as a career goes, uh, we were able to start our own business and um, eventually we sold that business, but we wouldn't have been able to even start that business. I don't feel if we had kind of the, the weight of, well, you know, we've got this to take care of for the kids or that or this. Um, so being child free definitely helped us go in the right direction and live kind of a debt free lifestyle. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's so helpful if you can once you're not in debt, just stay out of it. If you are you know able to focus on, you know, your 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 two person or your single person goals because marriage isn't for everybody and that's okay. But um, yeah, but as far as the social scene for you guys, what does that look like being a married couple? You know, your, your friends that you grew up with or met through school, they might have kids. Are you with them? Do you, have you made child free friends where you live? What's going on? So I, I'm one of those people that if you have kids, that's great. I don't mind. So I have a lot of friends with kids, but you know, my favorite part of children is getting them back to their parents. <laughs> uh, but I, I have been lucky and I have several friends who are also child free or mm-hmm. their children are, you know, they're in their 20s. So, you know, it's not it's not the same if their children are grown and out of the house and living on their own. So um, so I mean, pretty much I have a, a wide spectrum of, of friends on my um, mm-hmm. on my I don't even know the word I'm going for here. So <laughs> your social, social calendar. Yeah. <laughs> I'd agree. I have um I've got friends who have children and but I'd say the majority of our friend group, our core group, are all child free, whether mm-hmm. it's just they ran out of time to have kids or they can't have kids or they thought about it very thoroughly like the rest of us did. But I'd say that my friends who do have children, they they're the ones I've had in my life the longest. And Mm -hmm. I think that demonstrates, you know, the the tenacity and the strength of our friendships that we don't let distance or family changes affect us because my friend is still my friend, whether or not she has a kid. And I enjoy visiting her and seeing her family and seeing, seeing all of my friends with kids grow. And they are good parents, which I'm very grateful for that the next generation is being brought up by sane, normal, wonderful people who thought about bringing their children into the world and didn't just like, you know, how, cause I could have, them. you know, they actually parent so wonderfully and I'm happy to yeah. see that. But I also enjoy having my child-free friends, which outnumber my friends um, who are parents. And, you know, I get to balance that wonderfully and still maintain all of those friendships over the years. Yeah, um, most, I'd say it's mixed as well. Uh, after our friend group kind of started, all started having babies mm-hmm. and and everyone's supportive of us as we are supportive of them. And most of my friends with kids are cool that I don't want to come to the two-year-old baby baby birthday situation and that's all right. And it, we're usually invited and it, it doesn't mean that we miss out on some things. And sometimes we go and sometimes we don't. But um, I was lucky to find a really awesome child free meetup group in the Portland area. Mm-hmm. And the the woman who runs that, Shannon, is amazing. And I connected right away with her and another woman, Camille. And so that's kind of like my core child-free trio and have some other child-free friends across the country as well. Because of course we're not in one place. So, you know, friends can be anywhere. 
Yeah. Well, as far as like meeting up meetups, so marriage might not be for everybody, but how, I guess, briefly or go into it if you need to, how did you meet your, your spouse? Uh, anyone can jump on this and that's kind of a surprise question. <laughs> at, at a bar, of course. At a bar. Okay. Isn't, that where ni- isn't that where nice, normal people meet their partners? Always. <laughs> After 2 a.m. <laughs> we were actually in pre-deployment training for a, uh, a year-long deployment to Iraq. So we got to see each other at our, our worst and smelliest before we dating. <laughs> I met my husband in Japanese class in university. Okay. Yeah, I met my husband the very first day I was at the dorms at in college. So yeah, we literally met each other the ripe old age of eighteen. So yeah, yeah. Um, I, and I do wanted to actually go back to the social circle thing because oh sure uh, yeah, I don't want it to make it sound like it's all rainbows and butterflies. <laughs> um, on my side, it's honestly a struggle. Um, like with the whole social circle thing, I think it might be also situate the, the situation of my circumstances, having moving moved from out of state to another state, mm-hmm. um, because then I'm I don't have any of my friends here as well. Um, but then at least you know the friends from my past. But um, it's been living in the suburbs has been very difficult to make yeah. friends because, um, especially when I was first moved here, you know it everyone met each other through PTA or through soccer games for their kids or whatever, and I didn't mm-hmm. have that outlet. So, yeah. uh, so I actually have to, even now I have to make a constant effort to get myself out there and meet people because otherwise I'll just stay at home and be, you know, by myself all the time. And it also doesn't help that I worked remotely the entire time I lived here too. I worked remotely for 15 years. So I didn't even have an office to like talk to people, you know, and colleagues and, you know, meet people that way. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's, I, I go, I also have a great meetup group that I've started attending um, it, for Dallas. Um, and also just finding like, you know, girlfriend meetups. Um, and that brings me with two people who are, do have kids and who don't have kids. Right. So, yeah, but I'm not, I, I do want to say uh, that, you know, I don't think it's rainbows and butterflies for everyone, especially not for me. <laughs> I really do have to make a conscious effort to like get out there and meet people. Otherwise it's, you know, it's, it's not easy. So. Yeah, I feel like it's a little bit tougher for child-free folks because we're kind of camouflaged in the society. We're not necessarily pushing a stroller where you can say, oh, that child looks the same age as my child. We'll be best friends forever. Your husband likes sports. Great. They'll be friends too. You know, these kind of are out there and like, you know, meetup groups or whatever it might, you know, Facebook just trying to find people in your area that you can connect with is, is definitely, yeah, it's, it's tricky. And it's, it's important though. It sure is. Um, You're you're also bringing a good point about being camouflaged because people, even if you don't have the stroller, people just assume at your age, mm -hmm. you're going to have them. And like, I was approached by someone at a birthday party. Oh, how old are you? I was like, Oh, 36. She's like, do you have any kids? I was like, no. She's like, there's still time. And I'm like, Whoa, (laughs) way to make an assumption. (laughs) So, and that, that surprised her by, by, I was like, no, no, absolutely not. And she kept pushing and pushing and she didn't seem to understand that that was an option. And Mm -hmm. then she didn't talk to me afterward. Even (laughs) if you don't make the assumption that you're going to have kids or that you have kids, I feel like the conversations a lot of times wind up being about people's kids. And Mm -hmm. when you don't have anything to, you know, have any experience to like chime in on, it's just kind of awkward sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah, cause I've been to, you know, quite a few of these, you know, female women meetups or even networking events. And then they'll start talking yeah. about that. I'm just like, ah, you know, I can't really relate other than maybe my dog sometimes does the same thing. <laughs> even <laughs> thing because you say you're comparing your dog to them. Your yeah, in my like, experience, yeah. people don't like that. Um, yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> so now I don't say anything. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's like, I want to walk around with like, uh, 
confetti and and glitter in my pocket and if i meet someone who's child free it's like hooray <laughs> we, we can be friends now great idea <laughs> um one question that seems to come across to a lot of people in the child free community is they're essentially confronted with well why did you get married or why are you staying married if you don't have a child and that's kind of a tough question does anyone want to jump on that one so i mean everybody has to make their own life choices so I got married understanding I was not going to have kids. And I don't think my marriage is any less because of it. Mm -hmm. um, I do live, so I live in Florida, but I live in the Alabama part of Florida. We call it LA, lower Alabama. Yeah, um, yeah I know LA. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of, of push here. Like, why don't you have kids? You should have kids. Reproduction, reproduction. Mm -hmm. No, it, it's just not for me. And it, it's a, it seems like it's a constant theme. Um, but the answer I give is, well, what if I couldn't have children? You know, yeah. rather than saying I don't yeah. have children by choice, what if I couldn't? And mm -hmm. now you're being really, really rude by asking. Yeah, that is so offensive, I feel like, because mm -hmm. I know people who have struggled to have children and weren't able to have children ultimately. And it's so offensive and hurtful for you, for someone to bring that up and then not know anything about you. You know, like, yeah. how do you know I haven't been trying for 10 years, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just I really hate it when they, they go down the path of, well, they're different when it, you know, it's your own. And, oh, yeah. Well, don't even get me started on that. That's a whole other we'll another topic for another day on that yeah. one. Um, well, just in closing, is there, oh, we have a question coming in. Let's see what it says. Ooh, I'm excited. Exciting. I know. <laughs> All right. Does the panel have any tips on finding a child-free couple friends? But yeah, we kind of touched on that. Does anyone have, like the meetup groups was mentioned, was there anything that kind of jumps out to you guys? I think one of the other things that's really important is being brave about saying I'm child-free. Yeah. And even, even in situations- Glitter, like, confetti. Yeah, even <laughs> it's, that, it's that hidden thing. And someone, you know, and I tend to be an extrovert and especially not being away from our home base, I talk to strangers all the time. And, you know, it's one of those things where just saying it and saying it confidently and casually of like, oh, well, yeah, my husband and I are child free by choice or child free by circumstance. And that sometimes someone will even say like, oh, I have some friends who are child free. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like, you know, blind, they'll set you up on a blind date with another. There you go. <laughs> but I think that is so important is that, yeah. you know, that visibility, whether it's glitter or not, um, <laughs> say, saying it out loud. It's or, or, you know, normal. <laughs> well, also to be honest too, because you don't want to get into a relationship yeah. with someone and keep that hidden in your pocket after a couple months and then realize they're on a completely different level than you. Like mm -hmm. that's something that should be coming out the first time. Like, hey, what do you do for work? Hey, do you have any pets? Hey, do you want? Yeah. Are you child free or not? Like, we should normalize that as being a thing yeah. when we engage in these new relationships with people, and there should be nothing shameful about it, and there's nothing yeah. wrong with it. And if you can't feel like you can be yourself around that person and tell them, then maybe they're not the person to begin with for you. Yeah, and that, like you were just saying, you can almost manifest the child free people to appear. The more people know that you're child free of your social circle, they're going to start connecting dots even for you, and that might help help out. So, but anyway, let's wrap this up. We're hitting the end of time. I want to give everybody a chance to uh, plug what you're working on, how people can get in touch with you, social media, whatever it might be. Um, so let's start at the top, Rebecca. Yeah, so um, I run a website called childfreevacations.com. It's um, in its budding phase, <laughs> but it's basically going to be um, a 
a website all for child-free travel, um, a way for people to connect with each other and learn more about traveling when you're child-free. Um, I'm also going to be doing the next panel about child-free travel, so please stay tuned if you can. Yes. Um, and my um, Instagram or Facebook is Dinks on a trip, so double income, no kids on a trip. So, yep. All right, Teresa. Um, my day job, I'm being, I'm an IT professional, but my real passion is doing fun stuff like, uh, writing and having a podcast with my husband. It's currently on hiatus, but we're resurrecting it because we just moved. Um, it's cats over kids podcast on Instagram. Uh, we hope you, uh, will join and listen to some of our archived episodes and then join us when we bring it back. Awesome. Uh, Jennifer. Yeah. Um, I, like I said, I have a weight habit and mindset coaching business and I'm actually doing a special child-free only 30 day challenge starting Monday, August 30th. So if anyone has any personal goals they're wanting to work on, you can go to jenniferkeen.com slash child-free. Awesome. Awesome. Beth. Uh, I'm actually not as interesting as these other ladies. So. <laughs> <laughs> I work for the government. I'm a, I work as a software test engineer. So I got if they want to be your friend, they can find you on Facebook, I guess. I don't yeah, I'm on Facebook. <laughs> that's that's kind of it, honestly. But I mean, uh, my name is pretty pretty unique, so it, yeah. it's easy to find. And we'll, when this is um, archived, we're going to put all the links to um, everything that was given in the the in the comment section down there, so people can hook up with you. Again, thank you everyone for your time. We really appreciate it. And from this, we'll go on to the next panel. Thank you. Thanks. We hope you enjoyed this episode presented by Child Free Media Limited. To stay current with child free content like this, please visit childfreemedia.com and subscribe to the newsletter.